This is the Time Fix Podcast, the podcast that enables you to find more time when it really counts. Brought to you by thetimefix.com.au and antennas.com. Change the journey, make friends with your own time. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Time Fix Podcast. My name is Ildi Ratz and my mission is to help you on your journey to make friends with your own time so you have more freedom to live the life you dream and deserve. This is episode 22. Well, this episode of the Time Fix podcast is going to be a little bit different than the usual one uh, with all the questions surrounding productivity and habits and how do these things actually connect to each other. I um, had the pleasure to uh, work with Puja Kalka from Realign U and do a masterclass, a short and sharp masterclass on... um, productivity and habits and how they connect and uh, I was thinking that instead of me talking about productivity and habits I will actually um, make it possible for you to listen to this short and sharp masterclass that we've put together and hopefully you will walk away with some amazing ideas on how to look at habits, rituals and productivity from a whole new angle and maybe you will gain a bit more clarity around how can you make the most of your habits so that they support your productivity. So here we go. Hello Ildi, how are you? Nice to, to, to see you Pooja. Nice uh, to see you too, it's always fun. <laughs> Absolutely, especially when we are going to do something really fun and interesting and special today. Yes. So, I, um, I'm going to start with actually introducing us. Uh, this masterclass is going to be roughly half an hour and it's going to give you a bit of an insight in productivity, habits, how do they relate to each other? What does that mean from the perspective of our behavior? Because uh, both of these things are very strongly related to human behavior. And um, maybe even talk to you a little bit more about this exciting project that we have with Puja on the 7th of September, uh, which is a full day workshop that will explore this topic in full extent and full depth. And what you'll see today is just a little bit of a glimpse of uh, um, into this world of of habits, uh, behavior, productivity, and what can we do about it? Because in the end, we all want to be more productive and we all want to change our bad habits into good habits but exactly what does that mean and and so on so um Pooja, shall we start with let's do that into it oh before that uh for those of you who don't know us uh, let us introduce ourselves of course my name is um, Ildi Ratz and uh, my business is The Time Fix, and my specialty is um, helping small business owners and professionals uh, not do this, um, regain more time and create more time for, for, for the things that are important and uh, create more time when it really counts. And, yeah. Uh, well, my name is Pooja Kilker, and my business is Realign You. Now, I am a transformational coach. What does that mean? I'm a habit change practitioner and a neuro change practitioner as well, which means I use the brain and mind science to help you make changes in your life that can help you find the real you and will help you um, get to the point where you always wanted to be. So that's that's me. 
awesome. Now let's actually start uh, sharing because we did create a small presentation uh, which will help us uh, stay on track and stay on time. And that's my thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about habits, productivity, and what does it mean? And how can we actually, and what can we actually do about this? Um, so, well, let's kick off with an amazing, amazing quote. And this is a quote that I really, really love. Because as you can see, it tells you about how you can build habits around the kind of idea that you have about yourself and your life. So let's start by reading this. Sow an action and you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character. Sow a character and you reap a destiny. And this is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. As you can see, the entire thread in this, in this particular quote is all about how do you see yourself and where do you see yourself in your life? what it is about your life that excites you and what can you do and what kind of habits can you create around that particular idea of yourself and your life and what behaviors are, do you in, um, innately have that will, a, that will help you create the destiny that you're wanting to create for yourself. Isn't that just beautiful? To it know that is. To know that your destiny is completely within your hands and it is not a matter of fate, um, and that's a very, very beautiful and empowering idea to have. That's great. But it all starts with that little word, habit. Habit. And so... what does it mean? <laughs> Absolutely. So what here does is, that mean, Pooja? Here is what it means. So um, as we know, a habit is a noun. And here is the dictionary definition of what her habit is. Habit is a memory-based propens uh, um, habit based propensities to respond automatically to specific cues, which are acquired by the repetition of cue-specific behaviors in a stable context. Okay, now translate, please. Yes. <laughs> it is a very roundabout way to explain what really habits are, but it really, I would love for you all to concentrate on a few words over here, which are very, very important. First of all, it is automatic. Second is specific cues. Third is repetition. And the fourth is stable contexts. Now, what it means is that we are, if, you, if in a specific context, you are faced with a certain cue, you would behave in the same manner. And that happens in a repetition. Now, let's take the example of this amazing photo here. Coffee <laughs> Isn't and it cake. Coffee and cake. Why not? So if in the if you were able to actually sit in a cafe right now, which we can't due to all of these three lockdowns, but if you were going to be able to sit in a cafe and have an array of cakes over there and you're really dying for a coffee, your automatic reaction may be that you want to reach out and have a piece of cake with that coffee. So that becomes a habit. How beautiful is that? Do we even think about all of these things? And that's why the word automatic becomes really, really important when you're talking about habits. Absolutely. And I guess, um, and you'll, you'll be talking about this, but it actually yes. uh, is, uh, it, it, this is probably why it is so hard to actually identify habits and, and work with them. Uh, Definitely. But in saying that, the other big thing that we, we are going to talk about today is productivity. And um, we use this word a little bit differently, uh, all of us. 
we we kind of think that we we are talking about the same thing but the reality is that this this word productivity means something different to every single one of us every single one of us uh, uh, thinks about productivity from their own special perspective from uh, based on 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 your own experiences and and so on but when it comes to definitions and uh, I love definitions because uh, Pooja and myself both of us are speaking more than one language so to us language uh, is important because it is uh, the the base of of communication and when you when you speak more than one language you realize the power of words uh, it's so easy to forget as a as an English uh, speaker uh, that uh, every word has a weight and every every weight is different depending on what is your baggage behind you so let's start with a generic definition just like Puja did with the habits so if we look at the dictionary, productivity is the efficiency of production of goods or services expressed by some measure. And I guess the most important uh, few things in no, ah, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most important bits, because uh, it's more than one, is that um, productivity has to be measured in some shape or form. Absolutely. That is so important. I was about to say that to you, Ildi. So the reality is that unless you are measuring it by some um, standard, productivity has no meaning. So when you think that you don't, you, you can get away without having any kind of goals or without having any kind of vision or direction, or, or uh, if, you, if you can get away without having clear standards, the reality is that you will never be able to be productive because productivity is tightly connected to some shape and form of measurement. So when we talk about productivity, we always have to think about uh, by what standard. What does productivity mean to you? And uh, what does productivity mean to your environment? And how do these two different standards connect and, and meet? So virtually everything and every, anything that we do in between is going to be um, defined by that measure and the, product, the, the, and, and the concept of productivity in our own world in our own bubble if you like that's absolutely true because unless you unless you have defined any of that it's really hard to look at what changes do you really need to make to get into that mindset of you know being productive and that's where the characteristics of habits become really really important like i had said to you before when we looked at the definition of habits i I said you really need to be mindful of of a few words, and the the most important word in habits is context, which is cued. First of all, there is a cue to every behavior that you do that then turns into a habit. There's routine, there's reward, and automaticity. Now, remember one thing: human beings will always behave in a way that they get a reward from it whether it is good or detrimental to you there's always a reward system attached to anything that you do say for example if and let me lead into this with an example because it's much more easier to understand the characteristics of behavior when you look at an example say for example um let's just take the very common habit that common 
rather a very regular habit that all human beings have and should have that is brushing your teeth now <laughs> that is something oh, you cannot get by isn't it <laughs> you have to brush your teeth in the morning and at night so if let's take the brushing of your teeth uh, context in the morning right the habit now for me for example the moment i jump out of bed i have to go to the bathroom and brush my teeth right so my context and my cue is getting out of bed the routine is going to the bathroom uh, and picking up my toothbrush the reward at the end of doing that behavior is having a clean fresh mouth before i speak to anybody um and um that is fairly automatic i don't put thought towards towards it anyone who's listening to this masterclass stop for a minute and think do you really think about brushing your teeth you're thinking about everything else that you probably are going to do in the day than actually brushing your teeth it's a very automatic behavior you're not putting thought to it you're not thinking okay now i'm going to pick up the brush put the toothpaste on it then i'm going to put the brush in your mouth you're not thinking about any of those steps it's become that automatic so that is the very very definition of habit so there's always going to be a context and the cue to that habit there's going to be a routine which means it's done pretty much at the same time every day or every week or whatever it is that you're thinking about there's always a reward at the end of it and it is fairly automatic <clears throat> and that's where the habit loop becomes really important to understand and that's how habits are formed so every habit must have a cue routine and reward and that's how the loop keeps going round and round now this is another one that I, that is my favorite one right i just wanted to say i love <laughs> that the wine you know what you do don't you the, the yeah. reality is that we don't think about the fact that actually uh some of these some of these loops are happening to us without realizing what we're doing and this is probably where the good habit bad habit kind of uh, concept uh, comes in place and it's really interesting because of uh, i'm uh, puja is this a good habit or a bad habit because i can't really well, decide right now <laughs> it completely depends upon the individual because every individual is different every individual's um reason to do something is completely different right now but what i wanted really to say here is that what we don't think about when it comes to habits and rituals is that um unfortunately we try to label good and bad good habits and bad habits and often because we focus on on change and we want to change something we focus more on the bad habits but we do have an amazing amount of good habits and good rituals that we actually use on a regular basis and your example about the toothbrushing is probably one of the best ones because exactly. one that we do automatically and we don't think about it and it actually serves us it does serve us and that's why most of the times when i'm talking to my clients or anyone who wants to change a habit i first of all get them out of the mindset of good and bad because there are habits that serve us and there are habits that don't serve us and that is what is most important the moment you th start thinking about bad you're getting into that negative mindset which is already detrimental for you to make any kind of change so what what needs to be established is whether a, a habit is going to serve you or not serve you in the grand scheme of things 
right? Really now, right. there you go. This particular example. Now, when you, so in this case, the cue is to come home and uh, really stressed out to of, uh, with work and everything. The routine is to open a bottle of wine and then the, re uh, the reward is feeling relaxed. Now, why are you doing this? Is because you're craving stress relief. Now, this can be either good or this can be detrimental to you. If this is happening regularly and you find yourself not sticking to one glass or finishing two or three bottles and every time it increases the amount, it lands up being borderline alcoholic, then it's probably sure. detrimental to you. But if it is something that you do as a routine, like you do one glass of wine occasionally, I don't think that could be too much of a detriment to anyone. However, if it is something that you think is getting out of hand, then probably breaking that particular routine. So there are techniques where you can change that, but we can talk about that a little bit more in our workshop. But changing that particular routine is where you can then break the loop. But there are ways to change it. The only way you can change something is when you make the unconscious or the subconscious conscious by actually thinking about it. Because a lot of these things, as I said, is automatic and you're not putting thought to it. And the only way to make any changes is to bring it to your fore, to bring it to your conscious mind and then make those conscious changes that are required to make any kind of change that you want to make. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I still let you continue on this because I think yeah. it's really important to... Very, very uh, important talk a little bit about the type of habits and especially that we did touch already on the you know whether it serves you or not serves you and I guess I like that way because good habits and bad habits has such a, a negative connotation even when you talk about the good habits because it assumes that you have a set of bad habits while uh, when you talk about uh, whether a habit is serving you or not I think it's a much better way of of phrasing it and allowing yourself to embrace both sides and, and run with them. That's absolutely true. And another thing is that you have to understand that the good and bad definition is a social construct, right? It is, true. it is the definition of good and bad is extrinsic. It has been set by the society or your community that is outside of yourself. It's time now to go inside and see what is serving you and your purpose and your values and your vision right and to be able to do that first of all we need to be able to classify the kind of habits that we pro probably have now productivity habits i'm going to let let you talk a little bit more about it when when you start talking about productivity but productivity habits obviously is whether you're scheduling your work you're decluttering your your workspace or your home regularly or using a taskmaster or any kind of productivity habits that you might have around it. Physical habits are obviously regular exercise, nutrition, regular breaks. And then you have mental habits as well. Believe it or not, the way we think is also a habit because that happens automatically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and look, the reality is that again, uh, when it comes to, to productivity, you have to remember that um, it's not just those things that we classify as uh, 
um, productivity, which is exactly what Puja was saying, scheduling yes. your work, regular declutter, task manager, and so on. Uh, actually, it, it's part of, of, the productive, of the productivity habits is the fact that you get up and you go to work. That's it, right. It's uh, literally um, uh, a thing that we don't think about. We just simply do it. Exactly. Nowadays, because uh, we are more and more stuck at home or many of us are working from home, uh, it's really important to recognize that as much as you used to have a productivity habit that was taking you to work, it was giving you that time to actually um, set yourself up for work. You have to create the same nowadays that you're home. What does that mean? You you might say it means that you need to create your own little ritual, your own setup for work, which can be still change into something more professional. Put on runners, the power of runners. I talk about it all the time. And That's right. if you're wondering what that is, just remind me in the, in the workshop when you when you are going to be there for with us for a whole day to tell you the story around the runners and the power of the runners because that's just brilliant. Uh, but setting up your day for 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 work uh, is part of the productivity habits, and the same goes the other way. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, winding down and making sure that you actually create. I was about to go there. The <laughs> I I know you are. Um, is is as important because without that, you will stay in that space of constant spinning and constant working, and this is where. The overwhelm kicks in. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I can tell you even more about this. Uh, And also, there's one thing to be mindful of. While over here, I've made a list of habits that are types of habits. In all of these types, there's there's beneficial habits that are serving you. And then there are habits that are not serving you. Over here, I've just put down habits that are probably would serve anybody if you did that but obviously within these habits then there are ones that serve you and ones that don't serve you obviously we have those classifications already mentioned but what you're saying Ildi is so important when you think about productivity it has it has both ends to it getting yourself started up and getting yourself wound down as well is equally important plus we don't think about these things as as habits which is really interesting because uh, just like Puja mentioned before (laughs) Uh, especially when you have good habits uh, already there, uh, they are automated. They, 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 they just happen. You don't think about them. While now um, having a different set of circumstances actually is forcing us to think about these things and to create new habits that we can tap into and new rituals that we can tap into. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's so important. I mean, what's a ritual? So a ritual is a set of habits. Am I right, Puja? It is a set of habits, but something that you do quite mindfully as well, a little bit. Absolutely. So the reality is that uh, one of the biggest issues when it comes to habits and rituals is uh, the question of how do I identify them? How do I bring them to the conscious mind, to, to the front of mind? And how can, can I actually realize that I am acting right now in a loop, in a ritual or in a habit? Uh, and... Uh, not just bringing it to the front of mind, but actually qualifying it and making sure that uh, I um, I create awareness around whether this habit is serving me or not. 
because if it's on, on autopilot, then it's really hard to actually recognize whether that habit is one that is serving me or not. So one of, I, I, I did put three things that actually are uh, quite great ways of uh, identifying habits and rituals. And I would even say that it's worth thinking about those cues that Puja was talking about, uh, because those cues are the triggers. And um, simple things like um, realizing that you wake up and you feel sluggish and um, you sit down in front of, of, of the computer and you, you still feel sluggish, uh, realizing that something's wrong is, is a cue already. So what can I do about it? Oh, I can have a coffee. I can go change. I can have another shower. I can do a lot of things to actually snap out of that state of, of uh, low energy and shift it into something good, but only if you recognize that something's uh, not going the right way or is not going the way that you would like it to go. So one of the biggest things is observation. You really need to, to realize and observe uh, how do you feel? Uh, how does that thing that you are actually doing makes you feel? And um, uh, if you stick to the current uh, path, where would that lead you? So the, the, there's no right or wrong answer, I guess. No. It's really just uh, recognizing and looking at the patterns almost like an observer and, and understanding uh, whether that is serving you or not. The and other the, way to do this... Oh, go yeah. for it, Poja. Sorry. Just uh, when you said observer, that is a very important word because you need to be objective about yourself. The moment you put bring in judgment, you will not be able to do any kind of changes that totally is a right. very very important i think about observation you need to do it without judgment of yourself absolutely and this is yeah. why i said that there's no right or wrong no. there's no good or bad there's just uh, is this thing actually serving my current needs or not yeah and and a habit that is great today might not be a good one tomorrow so for example absolutely um, if I feel sick and uh, I'm, I'm not on top of my ball, ball game, then uh, stopping at nine o'clock in the morning and going back to bed is a good habit. While, while if you start right. to think about the fact that, let's say, uh, you have no reason to feel bad, uh, but you're still feeling sluggish, then it's really just uh, a case of uh, you can't really go back to bed at nine o'clock. You really have to push through and find a way to, to become productive and, and get through your workday. So um, what I mean by this, the habit itself of going back to bed uh, can be good in some instance and can be a bad habit in another instance. So it's really the observation and qualifying the, the, the habit itself in the context of behavior and what does that mean and how does that connect with what you are doing right now. Now, if I go a bit more pragmatic and I look at um, um, exactly what you're doing and use that as a base of, of uh, identifying habits and rituals, uh, having time logs and uh, literally writing down what you're doing by 
I don't know, 15 minute increment or half an hour increment, it depends on, on what kind of work you're doing, is a great way to capture what you're doing. And it's a great way of recognizing the patterns in your work day and in your work week and of course the work month. So um, it's, it's, it's an amazing tool to help you identify habits and uh, rituals and, and recognize patterns uh, and then think about them as are they actually serving me from the context of work or not? Are they uh, the right ones for what I'm doing or not? And how can you go about it? And this is one of the things that I, I do on a regular basis with uh, um, the clients and my, my clients. And, and um, um, we re literally go through time logs because we need to understand where does time go? There's no good or bad again. There's just a way of looking at time and understanding uh, where, your, where, where does your time go is the first step in recognizing what do you need to change if you need to change. And of course, the last bit that I put there is planners. Now, no matter whether you have a paper planner or a digital planner, the reality is that uh, planners are probably the best tools to, to capture and keep things um, in, in line and actually making sure that uh, uh, there's a space where you can capture on a regular basis and where you can actually plan ahead and uh, change those patterns. Visualizing the information that you want to happen is one of the best ways to uh, <clears throat> alter habits and rituals. Uh, and it is the best support, um, support tool uh, to help you see the patterns and change the patterns and redesign the patterns so that they serve your four needs. Did I leave something out there? I don't think so. No, I think that's very, very important. Again, throughout that, it is about just observing yourself first, because unless you've observed your own behavior, there's, it's really hard to make any changes if you ever wanted to. Absolutely. And look, it's, it's like a big puzzle. Uh, you are yes. actually putting things pieces together and sometimes the pieces do fit perfect and so other times you actually have to craft a piece to actually fit in because that's you, right you may have lost that piece yeah <laughs> uh, or, or not even have it at all uh, and I'm not sure about you but it's so annoying when you have almost the whole puzzle and you're just missing one tiny little piece <laughs> that's true <laughs> it is the most annoying thing you keep looking at that little space over there like what you know what there? it looks like but you're not yes. filling it in so uh, I, what I really wanted you to, to realize here is that there is a very close connection between productivity habits and rituals. And, and, and this goes around, and just like uh, Puja mentioned before, uh, that, that, that loop uh, is always there. So in order to be productive, you have to have the right set of habits that will create the right set of rituals, and the right set of rituals will support productivity in whatever shape or form uh, or, or meaning that you might have to that word productivity. That's right. It's really, really important to, to have clarity that if you change any of your habits, that will affect your rituals and that will affect your productivity. If you want to become more productive, then you will actually have to change habits and rituals. And if you, if you have some rituals that you are using on a regular basis, they will actually affect your habits and what goes into them. And of course, uh, again, they connect really closely with productivity and uh, uh, they will affect 
uh, how you look at productivity and what is the outcome of your productivity. So it's quite important to, to have clarity around the fact that these three are connected, whether you like it or not. Absolutely, absolutely. And these are the, that's why sometimes it's really hard to break out of that loop if you've created something that is not beneficial for you. And you know what? I guess the other thing that we, we oh, here's a really good one. Um, I could say now, who here uses this sentence on a regular basis when they are asked, so how are you? <laughs> I'm busy. How cool is that? Well, the problem with this word busy is that uh, you can be busy and not productive. And you can be busy and be extremely productive. You can busy be busy and do nothing. So... Uh, unless you qualify this word busy, it actually doesn't mean a thing. And yet on a regular basis, we use this word and we throw it at, at anyone. And I often wonder, what exactly do you mean by this? That's right. Do you just mean <laughs> that you don't want to talk to me and you just want me to go away? That's right. Or, or, or you're genuinely busy and you, you really have to, to get through things in order to, to stay productive and to actually smash out uh, uh, your to-do list and, and to actually get things done. So it's quite a, a really important thing that, uh, if possible, please stay away from this word busy. That's so true. It's it's it can get quite an annoying word to use, actually. Absolutely. Um, qualify it. Don't say that I'm busy. No. Say that I have a very productive day, or yeah. say that I actually had a slower day. I still got things done. There's a lot of ways to actually get a, around that word busy and not just throw it to someone because on its own. It's meaningless. It's just one of those words that uh, uh, feel. But here's the danger. And, and uh, oh, I love this topic, as you can see. Yeah. Um, the danger of actually using the word busy and throwing it at someone else and saying, I'm busy, is that you hear yourself. That's right. Your mind and subconscious will say, oh, she's busy. I was so actually creates that. that cloud of busyness around you. And suddenly, instead of being productive, you will be just busy. Busy. That's absolutely true. Words have a power. You are creating the situation that you are creating for yourself using these kinds of words. So, and so also using that as an excuse to get rid of someone is really not a very, very good way of getting rid of someone. Because yeah, people I mean, really, Pooja, I'm leaving it to you to, to get it out. <laughs> you know, is it now? That's that she, true. What? What? <laughs> so what? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> happening with it. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 quite an interesting thing how how we use words without really thinking about their deeper meaning, and um, using this word busy is one of the most common ones that I think they are not really serving us. That's right. And and this leads me into the other thing, uh, which uh, which is around productivity. Um, I often get this question, uh, or not even question, people use these words, diary, planner, calendar, uh, pretty much, I don't know, like, uh, without really thinking about it. It's like having a dinner set with, you know, your, with your desert fork and your... Um, 
<laughs> uh, what's it called entree fork and, yes. and and the main fork and when you look at the three they are all forks and someone might say what the heck it doesn't really matter but the reality yeah. is that it does matter which one you use and when because if you use your desert fork to eat your mains it will take you a long time yes so yes also, you'll be sitting at the dinner table for god knows two hours plus you know if you use your your dinner fork uh, the main fork to, to eat your, your desert, it will mean that you can't savor the, the, the sweetness, the beauty of, of the dessert. So it really matters. And it goes down again to those words. What do they mean? And I didn't put the word calendar on this slide, but the calendar by definition is nothing more than the structure of the year. It is a definition of how we make sense of time right now. It is the definition of how we look at time uh, and, and uh, what does time look like to us today in 2021. Yes. <laughs> I have to think about that, uh, the, the perks of lockdown. Uh, <clears throat> time is a bit fluid. But the reality <laughs> is that when you say that you grab your calendar, I'm here to tell you that mm, probably you can't really do that uh, because you are, you are really not making sense. Uh, when, when you're grabbing your calendar. But here's the thing, many of, of, uh, of us uh, have a bit of a confusion around diaries and planners and when do I use planner and when do I, I use diary and what do I grab and when and so on. So probably the easiest way to explain this is that the diary is literally a tool that will hold sequentially all those things that will, that, that will, will need to happen. It's pretty much your appointments things that are already clearly uh, will happen in the future and, and uh, they need to be recorded somewhere. That's a diary. Or if you go uh, on the other, other side, it is pretty much a, a collection of your thoughts for the day or for the week or for the month. <clears throat> Again, it is a collection of information that is literally linear. Uh, while a planner, a planner is a magical place because a planner gives you the choice to look at time from a bigger angle and and uh, uh, to actually look at time from a bigger perspective what does that mean is that you see the collection of appointments and anything and everything that you had in a diary from a bigger perspective at once when you say i'm going to grab my diary whether you like it or not your mind will straight go to your next appointment because that's what the, the word means while when you grab your planner and it might look exactly the same as your diary, but if you look, if you use your tool as a planner, whether you like it or not, your mind will open and you will actually think about a bigger amount of time, usually a week. That's pretty much uh, the bare minimum that we think about when it comes to, to planning. And, and also, I, I believe planners are important to create that vision that you want to have for yourself. It's to create that big picture of yourself in god knows four five six ten years time doesn't matter what kind of person you are you need to have that bigger vision for yourself for your family for your business or your work whatever it is that you do in life planners help you have that vision that also, big picture if you if we tie it back a little bit to to that business and productivity the reality is that uh, if i'm always thinking about the next thing that that will pop up uh, in front of me that creates busyness that does um, I'm, I'm just thinking about 
the stuff that I need to do right now. While when, you, when you're thinking about planner, the planner is, is literally uh, the best productivity tool because you have the power to change things. Absolutely. Uh, when you look at the diary, it's always the next bit. So you don't see further than your next step. While when it comes to the planner, it's like lifting your head and looking ahead to the end of the street and planning how many turns do I have to take? How many puddles do I have to avoid? Um, I don't know. How many corners do I have to stop at and wait for cars to actually pass? So you can actually look at, uh, at things from a bigger perspective, which means that the busyness that clouds your judgment is uh, less likely to kick in and it is less likely to uh, stop you on your tracks. Absolutely. Otherwise, uh, the busyness will just kick in and it will keep yeah. you stuck in this moment, in this uh, little bubble. So if anything for today, I guess the biggest challenge would be start using your diaries as planners. Change the word. And when you open next time that book, no matter what that is, or the electronic version of it, just think about it as a planner. When you make an appointment, open your planner, not your diary, and, and start um, regaining control when it comes to what's happening in your life. So true, so true. And once you start doing that, that's again a habit as well. Remember, your ment your the mental habits that you have are also revolving around the kinds of words that you use about different aspects of your life, and they influence the way you start seeing things. It's so important to think like that. Now, um, I guess we kind of arrived to the end of, of, of uh, what we wanted to share with you today. Uh, and um, if you found it a bit valuable and if you think that you need a bit more and if you want to now this time deep dive on, uh, great, now I have an understanding of, bad, uh, of habits and I have a, an understanding of productivity, but how can I connect it from my own perspective? And if you want to learn a little bit about how your behavior is actually affecting these two, because who you are, how you were raised, how you present yourself in the world, but who you are at, at, you know, at heart, uh, all affects the way that you build your habits. It affects the way that you look at productivity. It affects the way um, how you treat time in general. And it affects the way that you connect your habits with your productivity. And we really hope that we can give you a really good insight on your own personal perspective on, on uh, uh, this topic in this workshop. And obviously, a half an hour masterclass is not enough to definitely not scratch the surface. Of it's it. not even scratching the surface. There's so much more to it. Um, from the individual perspective and it's more important and empowering to understand what it really means for you as a person instead of what it is because one size fits all does not work no it has to be quite specific to you and your world absolutely and we didn't even speak about the fact that we are conditioned sometimes to think yes. in some certain ways you might be in industries where you are expected to do things one way even though you could actually achieve exactly the same result by uh, going a little bit differently. Uh, sometimes uh, just looking at your habits and understanding um, the, the, the back end of, of your habits uh, will help you to, to alter them or not even alter them, but actually look at them from a different perspective so you can be 
more productive so that you, so exactly. that you can allow yourself to think differently and uh, uh, own habits and productivity am i right absolutely absolutely that and that is a very key word to own all of this is that is your own thing so own own something that is your own <laughs> let's just say that way oh, gosh. i just coined a phrase <laughs> anyway um if you are wondering what's this whole thing be on, on on the screen the qr code will take you straight into this workshop but if you are more of a type it in kind of person then there's the link at the bottom of the the slide uh, on the 7th of September, we are going to go live for a full day. It says 9 to 4, but we are considering with Puja to push it back to 9.30, just because uh, if we are not in lockdown, then 9 o'clock is very much a uh, full drop of time. Full drop of time. So um, we might actually push it back a little bit to 9.30. Uh, and in that case, it will go roughly to 4.30 p.m. And it's going to be full of fun full of fun um, there's a bit of uh, homework to do with it so that you you truly walk away with at least understanding who oh, your basic behavioral styles uh, so that you understand who you are and how do you present in the real world uh, what do you think about yourself right now because that's another big thing and it really ties in with with habits and it affects True. the way that you you become productive Absolutely. so i guess that's pretty much it from us puja absolutely uh, i hope and we hope to see you all there and we leave you with a made this amazing other quote that is both our favorite by eleanor roosevelt the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams so if you are dreaming about something and you don't know how to reach there, start believing in it. And know that we are here to help you reach there. Absolutely. And we're here to actually help you take that first step uh, towards your, your dreams and towards um, being able to believe uh, that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to. Because in the end, um, that's the only way you have to, Absolutely. to take that first step. Anyway, we're looking forward to seeing you on the 7th. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to any of us. Um, I believe we're going to have a link where you can just click and, and send us a message. Uh, and um, we're looking forward to having you uh, and working with you um, on the 7th of September. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Time Fix podcast. This was Ildi Ratz, your host. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you are the first to know each time a new episode becomes available. And don't forget to start changing your journey while making friends with your own time.